Good afternoon, guys. Good. It seemed like a pretty good level of participation. Saw NASA out there. Saw Dean. Lots of the guys that were kind of iffy out there. Encouraged by OEC? Not yet. I got to see him full speed. It's more of a jog through, so to speak. So as we get into it Thursday and Friday, I'll see where they are. We didn't see at least Don Smith and Beat a Bad. Have they had a setback or is it just like a resting? No, they're sore, so they didn't practice today. Has the plan changed from after we talked to you after the game? You still want to go with the starters because there's things you want to work on, or has that changed a little bit? Right now, everybody's playing. How do you, obviously, you use, use analytics for a lot of your, your decisions, but does that play any effect of playing starters when you look at the success rate of, of teams that have not rested starters and winning in the playoffs versus teams that do rest their starters going in? Not much in that case. Uh, more or less injuries or how bad people are hurt will play into it as opposed to more or less just resting them to rest them. We, we got a lot of things to work on. Todd, uh, I know you want to play the starters, not as the goals to win. Is, is there anything different in terms of the the likelihood of dressing Trask as a third quarterback, knowing there might be a situation if, if he, he may dress? Him. He has a good chance of dressing. How does he handle being you know inactive for so long? I mean, obviously, you know he works and, and doesn't get rewarded, so to speak, on Sunday. But how is he? He, since he's been here, he every time I look out my window, he's out there working on his own. He has the greatest resolve and toughness and inner strength almost than any person I've seen, a young guy coming out. Uh, he prepares every day. When his time comes, he's going to be ready because I see him working at it every day. He has inner toughness. He has inner strength, and he, he has the drive and the will to win. So if you put that together, given the opportunity, I think he's going to take advantage of it. Speaking on quarterbacks, unless you're a team that gets a hand on a Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, one of those guys, usually rookie quarterbacks can be coach killers. You've even seen that here with James Winston going through a couple of coaches here. Um, you've had to play a rookie quarterback yourself. You've gone up against them. You'll be facing another one this week in Desmond Murray. What are your thoughts? You're not afraid to play rookies on defense, but for franchises that, that start rookie quarterbacks, what, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I really don't have one. It's, it's depending on where they are with their progression. You know, you start them when they're ready, you play them. Some play them to get experience at the end. Some play them because they're ready. Uh, some play them because people get injured. You, you don't know where they are. And since I'm not in any other NFL camp right now, I can't really answer my thoughts on it. We thought Sam was ready to play at the time. I had him in New York. Uh, he got injured after that. But... You know, it's all different for every team and every guy. And even in our situation, if we have a rookie, like Trask has not played yet because he's behind Tom and Blaine, obviously. So it's different for every franchise. And depending on how fast you need to play him or have to play him or how fast he gets prepared, you know, you go from there and you try to make a decision. Todd, we'd be uh, remiss if we didn't ask you about what transpired Monday night, how it impacted you. Oof, I mean... Your heart goes out to the family. You know, you you don't want to make it about yourself when, it, when you see a guy go down. You really want to make it about them and the team and the guys that were on the field that actually saw it. You know, it it, it, it was heartbreaking and it still is. You know, and I, I have two kids that play football coming up, and you know, you think about that part of it. And having played myself, and you know, we chose to play this game and helps you appreciate. 
of the little things that you think have going on in your life when you see something like that happen. So uh, my heart just goes out to the family, and, you know, I hope he gets better. Did your players want to address it or talk about it at all today? Or? I mentioned it this morning. You know, nobody had anything to say or stand up and say. I'm sure individually they probably feel a certain way about it. Do you think that could rattle players, I mean, just around the league? It's just, it was such a rare situation. But, you know, to see that happen, it's the first time since in 50 years that, you know, a serious – injury like that, a hard injury occurred on the field. But, I mean, as a player, does that kind of, you think that could shake someone's confidence? I think it rattles you as a person, not just a player, a coach, a parent, a friend. Just looking at TV, it rattles you. You can't, even a fan in the stands, it rattles you as a person. It doesn't just rattle you as a player, you know, that that's, that's Monday night, you know. If something like that hadn't happened before, that was, that was different. You and the other coaches and even some of the players always talk about how turnovers come in bunches, and now they're coming in bunches for you. Is there any rhyme or reason to it, any reason it's happening now? I wish I can give you the answer to that. I would have tried to make it happen earlier. But, you know, they come, like you said, they come in bunches. We work at it. We swipe at the ball. We try to get picks and everything else. And, you know, we've had three the last two games, and we resulted in wins. So we're just going to try to keep it up, but no rhyme or reason. So just to clarify, one more thing in the quarterback. So Tom will be starting, and it would be Blaine that will come in after him, or will you will you give Trask the, the look at this? If way? Tom comes out, Blaine will go in after him, and if, if Blaine comes out, Tom uh, Trask will go in after him. Todd, I meant to ask you Monday about this, um, but you had an onside kick against you Monday. I want to ask you about your hands team. Obviously, you get that maybe once or twice a year. Um, you had five offensive guys on the field. Just what it was like and how well, well executed it was to – to not have problems there. Okay, did a good job going to get the ball before he got the 10 yards because I think they would have blocked him right there if he wouldn't have. And he practiced it every week. Hopefully, you never have to use it. But when the situation comes up, you really don't know who can catch it under pressure with guys barreling down at him until you actually see it. So it was great to see it handled the right way. Just gauging his progress as status quo. If anything changes, you know, I'll let you guys know. Would it be at center? Is there a world in which he comes in a guard or something like that? I would like to see him come back before I made that decision. Yep. This season, teams can be successful. It's yeah. important to be that defense that can stop that as well. Yeah. And, and you know, they say that because uh, they think about the cold climates that guys got to play in. Uh, this time of year where you're going to have to stop that run or, you know, got teams being banged up, you know what I mean, being able to take advantage of guys not being in the places that they would normally be. And so uh, being able to stop the run in, in December and January, it, it pays dividends. Going into this game, obviously you guys, you locked up the division. So what's your thoughts about uh, going into a week 18 where the game's not going to affect your standing in the playoffs? Play football because they're going to be playing, you know, yeah. so uh, you got to bring your hard hat and get ready to do some good work. Research has shown over the last 10 years, like 77, 78% of the teams that don't rest their starters win in the first round. And the teams that do rest their starters have less success. They got stats on everything now, man. <laughs> you know, you just go out there and do your best on Sunday. I think that's a, a good way to, uh, you know, hold yourself and, and, and take care of business during the season is to, uh, you know, every week be prepared to play regardless of what the stats are. I know everyone saw this on Monday night, but it was just a terrible scene up in Cincinnati. Just your thoughts when you got to, I don't know if you were watching the game at the time, but just when, it, when uh, you got to see what happened to Dang, Joe, do you mind me letting me finish my interview? 
Sorry, here we go. Yeah. What were you saying? Uh, everyone saw the situation play out on Monday Night Football with, with DeMar. Oh. Your thoughts about that? And oh, how my much goodness. Would that shake, shake a player or a coach, fans, obviously, it shook everybody. It's a dangerous game. It's a, it's a very violent game. It's, um, it's rough. Um, you hate to see a guy go down like that. And uh, I think one of the things that touched me the most <clears throat> that touched me the most was seeing guys on the field having to witness their teammate being down that way. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's a tough feeling. You know, you see guys get hurt all the time, banging up their arms, their legs, and whatnot, but for a guy to be down and to that capacity, it's, it's tough to see and it's, it's tough to feel as a teammate, I could imagine. Does that shake you as a player, thinking, you know, wow, you know, obviously it hasn't happened. You know, there's only been one other incident 50 years ago where a guy had a heart attack on the field. But You know, you who, know, you know who it shakes up? Mm-hmm. Our families. Mm-hmm. You know, our families call us and they want to know that we're okay. And um, they have those feelings that that could be my son or that could be my brother. And so, um, you know, I think that's the people that it shakes up and, and eventually it gets to you. Mm-hmm. Akeem, you, guys, Akeem, you guys always talk about how turnovers come in bunches, and now y'all forced a lot of them, eight the last three games. Is there any rhyme or reason why it's happening now? It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yes. You know, sometimes you get that uh, Sunday hop. And sometimes the other team does. You know, um, we, we've been fortunate enough to be in the right position to, to get some of those. Um, they come in bunches. You've heard all the cliches. We're just happy to have them. Yeah. Good deal. Everybody's fighting for a playoff spot right now because our season is, like, you know, way more condensed than the NBA season. So, yeah. But the fact you guys have it locked up, does it, does it matter going into a game like this this weekend to, to kind of rest that? And you guys, if you look at the statistics over the last 10 years, teams that rest their starters have less success in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think you got to build momentum going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, in previous years, BA always, like, emphasized that, like, we're not resting anybody because you don't want to come off slow. You don't want to not be, you know, in your bag, as some would say, uh, going into the playoffs where you should be hot and you should be peaking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just kind of want to, like, get into a rhythm before the playoffs. You worry, though, about, you know, risk versus reward in terms of, of somebody getting hurt that's instrumental with this team. I mean, that's part of the game, though. Yeah. Like, you can get hurt in practice, mm-hmm. you feel me? So, like, it's part of the game to get hurt. Uh, so you just go out there. But I feel like if you go out there and you're trying not to get hurt, that's when you do get hurt. Yeah. So, like, just to not have that on your mind and just playing a game, I feel like you'll be good. Carlton, you guys always tell us that oh, it's coming in bunches. Yeah. And now they're coming in bunches. Oh, yeah. Is there any rhyme or reason for it, why it's happening now? Man, I wish I, I wish I knew the, like, solution, but it's just, like, sometimes it comes and it comes in bunches. And at that point, you just got to take advantage of it and, like, stay hungry, you know, because, like you said, I don't know, it's like a it's – like I don't know, a mystery. It just comes, and now you're just getting it back to back to back, and now the ball is just finding you. So, you know, it's one of those things that you just got to be patient for, but also stay ready. Is it a vibe out there? You know what I'm saying? Can you, like, feel it when it's happening? Oh, for sure. It's like, man, I'm about to get another one. Like, you know, you have a dream. You'll probably have a dream about it. Like, man, I, you know, just because, like, it's just in the air for real. So, it's all good. What goes through your head when you have one? And don't come up with it. Man, it's the worst feeling ever. It's, it's like, man, it'll, it'll really mess your day up. Yeah. Yeah, it'll mess up your week. Hard to get over. Oh, man, it's like a heartbreak. It's like a girlfriend broke up with you or something. <laughs> Just cry and eat ice cream. <laughs> How good do you feel this defense? Do you feel like you're playing your best ball right now? It's coming together going into this playoff run? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And like we always said as a team, man, once we get in, you know, everybody, there's no records, you feel me? Like, it's like you win or you lose, and you're out. So, you know, all the things that happen during the regular season doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that point, it's the best man going to win. It's a tough situation Monday night with a 
That was just heartbreaking, man. Uh, and uh, one of our previous teammates, Jordan Whitehead, was actually his roommate in college, man. And he used to tell me about him because uh, he was younger than him, and he would just tell me like to watch out for him. And it's just so heartbreaking to see that play and how it seemed like it was a, just a normal play, and it was just a detrimental play to him. And it's just a sad thing to see for the sport. My heart and prayers really go out to him. Like last night, I, like last night, I couldn't sleep. Just kind of thinking about, you know, how many times I've been in that position and how my how I would feel if it happened to one of my teammates, man. Like I couldn't even fathom of finishing the game. Like, you know, it was just at that point, it's just about life. You know, it's, it's about getting home to your families. It's about you know coming out alive, man. And that's just it's sad to see. And I, I'm really praying for him, and I really hope he pulled through. Does that creep into your mind, just the risk you guys put out there on, on a weekly basis, whether it could be a season-ending, career-ending injury um, when you go out there? Sometimes you're not thinking as a player because you're trying to produce, but yeah. I mean, do, when you see like, something like that, does that kind of wake you up a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Uh, like you said, like you can't go out there thinking about it, but when you see a play like that, it just put everything into perspective. Like That can happen to you, and, 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 it, and it did happen that play, so it's like, what's the chances that you know, it, it can happen to any one of us. So, you know, you just, you know, you want to be as safe as possible. But, you know, we just can't be, we can't ignore that it can't happen. Like, we can't ignore the fact that it didn't happen. Like, you can't just move past it. Like, you know, we got to protect ourselves a little bit more. And I'm not, you know, one of the higher ups who makes these decisions, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to make some type of decision to kind of ensure the safety of us a little bit more. Because, you know, that's something that, you know, your families are worried about. Like, it's not just me. It's like he has a family. I'm not sure if he has kids or not, but he has so many supporters. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to know that that kid was out there giving it his all for his team and, and uh, you know, just doing what he did best. And, you know, you could potentially die from that. It's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it usually takes an extreme case of something to happen for the league to change things. But in a situation like that, it was such a rare injury that, that he sustained. Is there anything that could be done to do? I, I would say that is an extreme case. And, you know, I've kind of had, I've, like in 2020, I had a play where I ran into a guy and I ran into his shoulder mm -hmm. and he hit my, my chest plate. And the chest plate didn't really protect me too much. And I had to get out the game. Like I kind of fell. Luckily, he just hit my sternum. And, you know, so when I seen it, you know, I kind of replayed it in my head. Like I've been in those positions plenty of times. So you never know when. You know, you might just match it up, you know, or it just times up the way that it did with him. So uh, I, I hope that they can do something about that to help ensure the safety of the sport for future guys, for guys coming up, and just for the fans so they won't have to deal with seeing somebody potentially die. Like, you know, just imagine a kid going to a game and this is his first game and he has to experience that. So, you know, it's bigger than football. And it's more just about, uh, you know, coming out alive, man. Yeah, that's the hard talks we were saying. It's just, it takes a split second where your heart is expelling blood. Mm -hmm. And then you suffer basically a heart concussion at the same time. That's crazy. So it just has to happen at that exact time or it doesn't, doesn't want to affect it. Yeah. So that's, what, that's what's so strange about this. But, that's crazy. And we haven't seen, you know, one other guy actually died on the field with a heart attack. This was 50 years ago. Damn. So it's, it's not like it's happening every few years, you know. Yeah. That's what's... 
you worry like what can be changed. You know, I mean, I feel like we could put some more padding in the shoulder pads to lessen the blow so it won't be a direct hit to the heart. Maybe we, you know, add some extra padding. You know, maybe we do some things differently or, you know, because they've already been, because that same guy, he was throwing out the game for targeting mm -hmm. about two games ago. So you never know how that affected him going into the tackle. You know, maybe he just didn't want to be the aggressor because he had like a past experience where he got kicked out for trying to be the aggressor. Now he's just taking the blow right. and look what happened. So, you know, it's, I know something just has to change so we can be safe as players. Resting or trying to go out there and just be like, you know, get through it, get through it and say whatever about it. So. Is staying in the groove a big factor? I mean, you saw you guys have played a great game over in Germany, then you had the bye week, some time off, you kind of came out of that. Looking a little rusty compared to how you had been playing going in. Uh, yeah, I believe. I mean, as a young guy, just be paying attention and um, really learning from the older guys. I believe staying in the group is important, you know, right now. And it kind of, that's my mindset. I'm a young guy, but I want to play. Like, you know, I, I never let Coach – I mean, it took a lot for Coach to try to sit me down and things like that, especially being young and things like that. I just want to keep going. So uh, that's a big thing. Then, like I said, just seeing your teammates, seeing, you know, TB, Tom. Yeah, everybody want to play. Every snap if they can, you know, it means a lot. Like you said, just stay in the group. Like you said, you go on that bye week, you come back, and you try to knock the rust off, things like that. We're just trying to get going and get, you know, keep being positive at the right time, and we feel like this is. Where do you think you've made the biggest strides in the game? Uh, for me, I don't know. I've just been, you know, just keep having fun like I said keep trying to focus on get better keep controlling what I can control so my biggest stride I just say mentally man being mentally strong um, keep my head up regardless on what plays what happened you know it's football it's a lot of adversity out there so just keep being strong mentally and keep pushing I want to ask your thoughts about DeMar and, and seeing what happened on Monday as, as a young guy does that does that rattle you you know concerned obviously this is a rare situation that doesn't happen you know, on a regular basis in the NFL. It's it's first time in 50 years that someone's had a heart condition. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, first off, I would like to, you know, prayers out to him and his family, things like that. Yeah, seeing that is definitely tough. Um, I mean, the sport is tough, you know, and things like that. And like you said, you've never been seen before. And to see something like that that hasn't been done, I don't know, over how many years, it's just tough, you know. So, of course, you feel for him and uh, you pray for a speedy recovery. And, you know, your heart just breaks when you see things like that and hear about, like, CPR got, has to be done and things like that. And somebody that could potentially and almost lost his life that night on the field, man, it, you know, it just means a lot and it, it holds heavy weight. Will it, will it weigh on your mind at all when <laughs> next time you play? Um, no, nah, not really, Be just because, I mean, we, it's just kind of what I signed up for, so I know, like, you know, obviously I'm going to go out there and give it my all, and, and, and that's all I can keep doing. I mean, you know, it's like saying, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm going to keep playing, you know, like, it's a tough thing, and just seeing that, you just never know, but uh, one thing I do is appreciate life, and I, I appreciate all the little things, and just to be able to play this game, I'm going to for sure keep playing. Okay, thanks for talking. No, no appreciate problem. It. Appreciate it. Oh, I mean, it's kind of been my MO my whole, you know, career. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't start in, in college until seven, you know, seven years prior to that. I didn't, before that, I didn't start until since my freshman year of high school. So that's always been a big thing for me is preparation. Um, it kind of translates to this level too. I just stick to the grind and wait for my shot, and you know, I'll be ready if that comes. Yeah, Coach Paul said, I think that's fine. said that he's very, he's very surprised because of how hard you work. You prepared and dominated. You know, 
experience you get from those guys because you really have shown them something with your when it's your work ethic, your patience. A lot of guys when you go out there like when you stay like like you know what I mean, that's just kind of who you are. You recognize that they they appreciate that? Uh, yeah, but I think, you know, at the, at the same time, I feel like that's a, you know, personal thing that I'm always trying to push myself, you know, no matter what situation I'm in, I'm always going to try to get better each and every day. Um, and I feel like that's just what I'm going to do, you know, whatever it is in life. Um, you know, hopefully that'll put me in a great position to succeed if I do get the opportunity to go out there. What do you do better now than uh, man, I just feel way more confident, you know, in the huddle, um, you know, making ID points, going through my reads, uh, just a lot cleaner. And, you know, I'll be really excited if I do get a chance. How much better are you as an athlete? I feel like I've improved a little bit. You know, I, I lost some pounds since when I first got here. Yeah, yep. Uh, my feet have gotten quicker, so, you know, hopefully I'll be able to showcase some of that on Sunday. <laughs> I know, I know it's not Tom's job to teach you, but what kind of a teacher or mentor has he been? Uh, you know, he's been a, a great mentor, um, and along with, you know, Ryan Griffin and, you know, Blaine, um, you know, they kind of taken me under their wing and taught me a lot of things, um, you know, kind of just the ins and outs of being a pro, um, you know, whether that's on the field, off the field, um, taking care of your body, things like that, um, you know. There's a huge list of things, you know, I can't really single it down to one. But, you know, I'm definitely very appreciative to be in a room that I'm in. Um, and I'm just trying to, you know, learn as much as I can from them while I'm in the situation. You want to play, but it's exciting to stay there. Hey, I'm going to drive and go out there and run out of the tunnel and be like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're that's why we do this. You know, we want to play at the end of the day, obviously. Um, so, you know, if I do get the opportunity, I'll be really excited and I'm going to try to make the most of it.